Week one, ready or not, here we come. Let's dive right in. Welcome back to Making Waves, an NFL confidence pool podcast. I'm your host, Mech. And I'm your host, Bob. Football is officially upon us tomorrow. We are recording this as of Wednesday night, 7.23 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And football is back in a little over 24 hours from now. We're going to be watching my Detroit Lions in the kickoff season opener against the Kansas City Chiefs in Arrowhead. I am one happy camper. I'm not going to be able to sleep tonight. I'm going to be like a kid on Christmas Eve. Man, it's insane that we're finally back. We've had Thursday, September 7th, circle on the calendar for months. Ever since the Chiefs won the Super Bowl back in February, we've been waiting for this day, all the long, hot months, all the monotonous tasks and things in life that come up, and we finally made it. And man, oh man, tomorrow night, under the lights, and the Lions are one of the two teams kicking off the season. Yep, you heard it correctly. The Lions are kicking off the season in Kansas City, and I think it's going to be a good one. Can't wait. I'll probably sleep a little bit tonight because I'm excited, but my boys aren't playing, but uh, I'm very excited as well. Oh, yes. Well, I'm glad to hear that you still have some excitement. It's probably a little bit more so just because football is back. And I just got to say, buckle up, folks, because you got five months of Bob and I coming up at you for the next season, 2023, 2024 NFL season. We've got a lot to look forward to. As we said last week, a lot of great teams this year, a lot of transition and moves that were made in the offseason that are just really propelling some of these teams forward. I think it's going to be a competitive season across the board. I am excited. I know you are excited, Bob. And I hope that the Wayfriders are also pretty excited to join us on this journey through this upcoming season. I think everybody's excited. It goes without saying that we're excited. I think all of our fans are very excited, and I know the players are excited. I've been going back and forth with a lot of the superstars the last couple of days, and they've been telling me Calvin that they're Shannon. pumped. Oh, yeah, of course. Um, I don't know why you weren't in those group chats, but they texted me, and they were talking about yeah, ma- making waves. That's, so that's weird. Who, who have you been uh, in communication with? Oh, all the fellas. Oh, Jalen Hurts reached out to me, oh. Justin Fields, uh, Travis wow. Kelsey, um, wow, all, some, all the bi- big names on that list. I know all the big guys. They're just let me know, like, good luck in another, you know, for another season, um, oh. season three of Making Waves. I don't know why they reached out to me, but huh. I wanted, wanted to pass along the message. They're pumped. I sent them some swag uh, with the company credit card and, and budget. So I hope that's okay. But oh, we're that's all weird. Just so- uh, I didn't see that come across my desk here in HR, Making Waves oh. HR. I just did that like right before we logged on. So you'll, oh. you'll be seeing it soon. Okay. Probably like at business hours tomorrow let's, morning. Let's make sure you fill out your expense report this time. I mean, last year we had some expenditures hit the bank account that, I don't know, it was all sorts of stuff like Bears gear. And I was like, who in the world is buying all of this with our company credit card? 
Yeah, well, that was fraudulent. Oh, fraudulent. Those were the fraudulent charges. That wasn't me. Um, okay. I did get a lot of gear, but I paid paid for that with my own credit card. Sure, so. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. It's weird. I, I do notice also you're wearing a brand new Bears hat, brand new Bears jersey. Oh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I was going to say, this is, uh, this is news to me. I wish I had one on, but uh, maybe I'm going to have to use the uh, good old company CC and make that happen tonight. So, good All right. idea. Number is one, two, three, four, five, six, five, seven, six, eight, nine. Eight, eight, Kiss nine. my butt. <laughs> oh my god that's a long credit card number what the heck you're a you're that was that was kind of sick that was sick <laughs> you're sicko <laughs> we gotta say that at least uh, once we, an episode i this think season. that that might be our new i feel like each year mm-hmm. we have like a saying or a term that one of us uses over and over and over again the other you know sometimes uses it myself yep um, but one I of think, us uses them a lot, and I love it. And you're a sicko. I have listened to that multiple times back because you actually had me wheezing. I don't know what it was. I think it just caught me off guard, but I, I like it. We got to stick with it. You were wheezing. Then listening yesterday, I was wheezing. I know you said when you were listening back, you were wheezing. Hopefully all of our fans were wheezing. So, yeah, that might be the new uh, pants on the ankle, egg on the face for, oh, for season three. Oh, it might be. I for- How could I forget about pants on the ankle, egg on the face? I'll say that a couple times. I'll probably say it after at, a couple of uh, Detroit, at least Detroit Lions a, losses. Oh, I don't know. I think you're going to be saying it once you're looking back at your standings and you put Detroit for third. I don't think I'm going to be saying it. I think you're uh, going to be I saying it so. about the Bears. Your, your pants are going to be around your ankles for sure. Bear buns out. Oh, bear buns. Oh, my gosh. Explicit already. How many, Five minutes and 53 seconds in. Oh, we're just getting started. Buckle up. Like I said, five months of this. So get ready. Five months. Lucky wave riders. That's oh, for sure. Boy. Well, I know we have a lot to cover. Obviously, yes, in these do. first couple weeks, there are no buys. So we are going to be touching yes. on every single game per usual. Just a quick reminder how it works for everybody. Uh, Bob and I have signed up for Confidence Pool, a Confidence Pool League as the Hooligans. The Hooligans are back. And each week, Bob and I are going to choose the winner of Mm -hmm. a team. We are going to, of each game, I'm sorry, the winning team of each game. We are going to rank them from one being the least confident to 16, 15, 14, however many are playing in that week as our most confident. And yep. at the end of each week, the team with the highest score total overall wins the Buco Bucks. And if we have the most throughout the entire season, we win the Mega Buco Bucks. And I'm feeling pretty good about the Hooligans' chances this year. I'm feeling really good about the Hooligans' chances, and it just feels right hearing Buco Bucks. It's been too many months since we've said that out loud. And, yeah, I mean – the hooligans have won the Buka Bucks at least once every year. So I think this is going to be the year that we win a lot of the individual Buka Bucks and the overall mega Buka Bucks. So it better I don't know be. about you. You know what they I'm say, really third good. time's a charm. Yes, so they do say that. I, I, think, I think it's our charm year. I think we're going to take home the big W this year. And either way, I know we're at least going to win one week, if not a couple, because we've, we've got to. We've just got to. Yeah. Mojo Magic's going to stink this year. Chip Shot's going to stink. Um, and the Hooligans are really going to take it. So, yeah, third year's a charm, and the Hooligans are going to going to rain. Just, just listen to my picks, and we'll be okay. Yep, listen in, and uh, hopefully we will go all against all of Bob's picks to win, and we'll, we'll, we'll make it through this season. 
that's not going to be a good recipe for success. But I guess if you don't want to win the Buga Bucks, don't listen to Bob. Well, I do have a bit of a uh, proposal for you um, oh. that I have been planning that I have not told you this about yet. But I figured okay, I'm very intrigued. A, a nice little reveal on the podcast. Our listeners, our wave riders, as we so endearingly call them, have been pushing for quite some time for something known as the uh, Waffle House Challenge. In my proposal to you is that each week we track both of our scores in an Excel okay. spreadsheet or something of, of the of the sort, I'd be happy to put that together and share that with you. And at the end of the season, the host with the uh, most confidence points gets to enjoy watching the host with the least amount of overall confidence points at the Waffle House Challenge. What do you say? What do you say to my terms? Wow, this is incredible. I'm very pleased knowing that I probably will be the host with the most confidence points per usual. I don't uh, know so, about that. We haven't we haven't tracked overall totals yet ever. So obviously I was being sarcastic because usually I'm not. But this is <laughs> gonna be different. But I have a question about the terms before sure. I verbally accept. And yes, obviously yes. all of these people Please, <clears throat> yes. are gonna be, you know, gonna be what's the word I'm looking for? They paying will attention. They will, they're gonna be paying attention and they're gonna be making sure it happens. Exactly. They're, they're going to be paying attention. So before I do that, and then all these people are able to be an audience to that, you said the other person that has the most confidence points will get to enjoy the other one. Are we going to be together for this in person? Or is this going to be like a Zoom thing? Or what's what, what's your thought? My my thought was that maybe we do it at, at a time that we're together. I know we see each other a couple times throughout the year. I figured yes. it would be very fun to do. And even if it's you know an off-brand version where we're doing it at home and maybe recording the podcast as we do it, something like that I thought would be really fun while we were together at some point throughout the next off season once I inevitably win this season. Well, I don't agree to you saying you will inevitably, inevitably, good word, win, but I officially agree to the terms. Uh, we have to be in person. We will air shake. Good. Air shake. We are air shaking. And um, I'm probably going to also keep track on my end because. Oh, please. I'm going to well, make well, it a well, shared Google Doc so we, oh, can, great. we can keep track of each other. It was obviously Perfect. we have the proof is in the pudding. It's in every single recording. So I don't think there can be any um, messing with the overall totals. And no tomfoolery. Yeah, no tomfoolery. And we can give you, give you a little update throughout the season and just keep you guys posted as to where we're at in the standings. Sounds fantastic. Cannot wait to start the road to uh, having you eat a lot of waffles at the end of the season. And I, yes, I verbally accept People in Norway heard it. All of our wave riders heard it. So this okay. is a this is a law abiding contract now. This, this is, is this is a law abiding contract. It wouldn't have been if the people in Norway didn't hear it, but because they heard it, this is yes. this is for real. This is traveling across the Atlantic Ocean, <laughs> and that makes it um, a real contract. So Perfect. yes, very fun first uh, little little side bet, and yep. I'm excited to uh, to do this. All right. Year sounds three. good. I know that's a long-term one. Um, that's a pretty big punishment. So I figured let's make it the whole season long. And uh, I hope you'd be on board. And I'm sure our wave riders would because we've been getting votes for that on Instagram ever since we started that. So um, yes, yeah, I think it's going to be a good one. I agree. 
I've seen you right. eat a ton of donuts on the podcast, and I'm oh, really gosh. excited to see you eat a lot of waffles. So this is uh, this is going to be great. All right. Well, without further ado, let's dive into week one matchups. Now that we have right. all of the stakes put forth and all the stakes are on the line here for us, we know what what's at stake, and let's just dive in. Let's just make a little splash. Okay, let's make a splash. Starting off, as we do, I'm going to give a quick little injury and or uh, contract holdout update for each individual who is pretty important on each of their respective teams and could potentially make a difference if they end up missing the game. First up for the Kansas City Chiefs, we have Travis Kelsey. Gasp, Travis Kelsey. Questionable. He hyperextended his knee and suffered a bone bruise at practice. There's a really good chance that he will not be ready to go by tomorrow night. And, oh, man, I hope you feel better on Friday, Travis. You know, get well, but hopefully not before tomorrow. <laughs> hey, that's better. My, oh dad said, my dad said, feel better, Travis, in January. Well. Dad, Dad, that's a whole season. What the heck? (sighs) He'd be back just in time for the inevitable Chiefs playoff push. (laughs) Sorry, someone just texted me. Oh, it was Travis. Yeah, sorry, continue. Oh, oh, that's weird. It's not even, this isn't even live. This is getting released tomorrow. Oh, what are are the uh, odds? He's on... He's on the Discord. Oh my God, he said that. Oh, was he's on the Discord. Yeah. Okay. He said that was <laughs> I agree. Sorry, continue. Next up for the Kansas City Chiefs, another pretty big one Chris Jones on their defensive line. He has been holding out to try and get paid big money, big money. He hasn't gotten it. Even if he got it at this point, the likelihood of him playing tomorrow is slim to none. So I think we can safely assume he will not be participating tomorrow night. Oh, man. Once again, Chris Jones. Sorry, man. Hope it works out on Friday. Oh, my gosh. He did it again. <laughs> Next it again. up, big name. Uh, Kyler Murray has been placed on the pup list. He's set to miss at least the first four games due to his injury last season. Um, still recovering through that. The Cardinals are just in trouble. I'm, I hate to say it. Spoiler alert for later on down the line. Von Miller of the Buffalo Bills is also on the pup list. Also set to miss at least the first four games. Another big name, Joe Burrow, questionable with a calf injury for this Sunday. He is on track to potentially play. I've seen that he's been participating in a limited capacity at practice. Think he should be okay, but that's just something for us to watch because if he misses, obviously, that completely switches the whole approach to the game. I mean, he is a huge part of their team. Sorry, were you going to say something before I continue on? I was just going to comment that I think it's funny that it's called the pup list, but um, then I quickly realized that that was a silly comment. So uh, you can continue. (laughs) That's fine. (laughs) The pup list. For anyone listening that doesn't know this, I'm sure you do, Bob. Pup list is the physically unable to perform list. Typically it has to do with injuries, but sometimes they use that when other contract negotiations are going on as well. Jonathan Taylor, another member of the pup list, He's also dealing with some of that contract stuff that we just talked about. That's a big one for the Indianapolis Colts. He will likely get traded at some point, but as of right now, they're still working through that. Cooper Cup, we just learned just before this, my co-host let me know that he got a news alert that Cooper Cup was placed on injured reserve 
that is really unfortunate for a lot of fantasy managers, a lot of Rams fans. Obviously, if you'll remember, he missed almost the entire last season along with Matthew Stafford. He's their biggest weapon, so for him to be placed on IR, that is extremely unfortunate. Taron Armstead, offensive tackle for the Dolphins, that's a big one. He is questionable with a leg injury. We'll see if he plays. They have a big game coming up against the Chargers. Nick Bosa had a contract holdout until, once again, just prior to this podcast recording. My co-host gave me some deets on that. What would you say he negotiated, Bob? I think I saw it was like $170 million. So he got, he got quite the bag. And hey, big time payday for, for Bosa Boy. And yeah, he better uh, he better have at least one sack per million that he got. So it's a lot of sacks. This All season. right. Bosa with the Buco Bucks. I yes. think he deserves it. Uh, good for him. 49ers are looking good. Unfortunately for the 49ers, on the other end, George Kittle is questionable with an undisclosed injury. We don't know if he's going to be playing on Sunday. Hopefully he'll be okay. And finally, Chase Young for the Washington Commanders is questionable with a neck injury. He is a big force to be reckoned with on their defensive line as well. So some different things to look out there in terms of injuries. There's obviously a ton more, a ton more questionable. These were just big ones that are looking to be possibly not on track for the most part. Kittle and Burrow, I think, are likely going to play. The other ones are either for sure out or likely not on track. Man, yeah, there's some big names in that list. I uh, wish I would have taken a harder look at some of those because, yeah, those are some big uh, big absences. But I guess we'll find out what happens week one. But, yeah. I guess we um, will. That's tough for some teams already having – Evan, guys in the pup list. Yeah, Can't, for sure. Could, couldn't be the Bears or Lions. It is tough for sure, but hopefully those guys get healthy um, when they're not playing either of our boys. And speaking of who's playing our boys, let's just dive into week one, Thursday night, 8.20 p.m. The Detroit Lions wow. are taking on the Kansas City Chiefs. As I just said, they have a couple key injuries. Obviously, I'm not. You seem excited. I am pretty excited. Obviously, I'm not getting ahead of the game here. It's still Patrick Mahomes we're talking about. It's still Kansas City. It's in Arrowhead, the reigning Super Bowl champs. All of this needs to be taken into consideration. However, I will say, I am confident in my boy's ability i know you're, you're shaking your head you're a sicko <laughs> feel like and let me just real quick preface this with a with a quick sidebar i'm not going to get out of control i'm not going to be crazy She's getting in crazy my opinion already. no matter which way the game goes tomorrow night i think it is a win-win unless the only way i think it cannot be a win-win is if we get absolutely destroyed I think, and hear me out, if we lose and it's close, I think that actually could potentially benefit my boys in the long run because there is so much hype around the Lions right now. Hype, noise, distractions, which typically is what it causes when there is all this hype and this noise. So if we keep it close but potentially lose, I'm hoping that some of that fades away. So to me, that's still a positive that could come out of that game if we were to lose. 
if we were to win, obviously I'm going to be running up and down the street screaming. I'm going to be one happy camper. Obviously that's a win in and of itself. I am slightly concerned about what that will do to our long-term, the hype and the noise if we come out and we just beat the Chiefs. But hey, if we beat them and they have these key players missing, I think people will still use that to reel it back in. So I think as long as we don't get blown out, obviously I'm going to be a lot happier if we win, uh, but as long as we don't get blown out, I think this could benefit the Lions one way or the other. All that to I be think said. That's some, oh, sorry. sorry, go ahead. No, I was just saying, I think that's some good insight. I have a, a, a follow-up question um, yeah, please. from that. What would you consider getting blown out? What would be keeping it within how many points would still be successful if the Chiefs are able to win? I think if we could keep it, keep it within like a a one to two possession game, I would be okay with that. So if if it was like Chiefs come out and win forty nothing, I'm gonna be pissed. Forty nothing! Oh my goodness! I need to change my (laughs) I need to change my ranking here. Holy smoke! Maggie just said the Chiefs are gonna beat the Lions forty to nothing. Oh no! I said if they did, (laughs) I would be pissed. (laughs) Jk. Okay, yes, so if it one was to like two 20, scores. If it was like twenty to fourteen, I would I would feel good about the way my boys performed in Arrowhead against the reigning Super Bowl champs in Patrick Mahomes. Yes, I would feel great about that. I mean, I okay. feel better if we win, but I wait, feel okay. you, you would rather have a win than a loss. What? Wait what a minute. The heck? <laughs> now wait, I'm confused. Wait, what? The, I'm, I'm doing the meme in my head when the lady's looking at all the equations doing over all the her calculations head. behind <laughs> wins <laughs> versus losses. Um, yeah. Without so further ado. All, all that to say, I am trusting my gut, and I'm going the key playmakers here, especially Travis Kelsey, who is hurt. If he does not play tomorrow, I don't know. I've got to go. I've got to go big. I've got to go with my boys. You've got to give me something this you season. You don't have to go big. You don't this have to go big. This is the best roster that you and I have probably ever seen on the Detroit Lions head to toe a to z you got to give me something this season and I'm just kicking it off with a bang I'm going Lions but I'm being very reasonable and I've got them at one okay so I have obviously we sent each other the picks no she is (laughs) not happy already I already knew you would there's no doubt we we people know that we sent each other the the just like our picks. We the wave riders already Ow. know that. Oh my god, the cat's out of the bag. Yes, well, ahead of time we, we send our picks so that way the other person can prepare an effective rebuttal. Yes, but we don't have like the the confidence level. No, so I have no, 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 no. You're going to say just sixteen the, for the lions. The yeah, so you do know that I'm going to. I am not outrageous, man. I still oh. it's, pa- it's still Patrick Mahomes. I'm so not I, like so, you when the oh. Bear, if the Bears play when the Bears play the Chiefs later this year, you're going to be like Bears for fifteen. Do I talk like that too? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what I, I hear. <laughs> oh my god, Bears for fifteen. Yeah, I I do think I would say Bears for fifteen, but that's neither here nor there. Wow, really good statement. But my, this is my question for you is you said I got to give you something this year, and I agree. I do think this is, on paper, the best Lions team in a while. But also, speaking of things on paper, what on paper is the Lions' hardest game of the season? This game. Would it, okay. So if you're if you're wanting yeah. me to go with the Lions in the hardest game, then putting one plus one equals two, then oh, when I'm the not, heck am I, I supposed am, to go against I the Lions? I am by no means suggesting 
that you were you would ever in a million years choose the Lions in this game. Absolutely. Oh, not. thank you. Oh, because you're you're just forty five seconds ago you were you were pleading with me to give you something. I'm sitting. Here I'm thinking, saying, oh, give that. me something, Mister. Oh, Lions are going to come third in our division. And our, I already know that it's going to be an absolute battle with you week to week with the Lions. No. I was talking more long-term. You got to give me something with the Lions. I fully oh, I understand if it's not this week. But I'm, I'm, I'm talking long-term. I'm prefacing for the season here because I already know it's going to be a battle. And then you're over there choosing Bears week after week after week. No, I never do that. Oh. It's like, it's like, it's like pulling teeth with this, with this girl, folks. It's... <laughs> Lions are going to win this. I should roll the tapes all from last year. Nope, you don't have to do that. Uh, I think all the footage got lost anyways in translation. So oh, all the footage shoot. is gone, thankfully. Shoot. Thank goodness. Thank you. Uh, shout out Zencaster. But yes, I agree with you that the Lions on paper seem like they have playoff aspirations. I'm not going to say anything crazy, but yes, playoff aspirations. I'm not I'm not a crazy person. I I, you know, I read things. I see I see projections uh sometimes i don't want to see him, in his boots folks I'm, <laughs> I'm not wearing boots i ain't shaking folks but yeah i see projections somebody in particular sends me instagram reels about the lines all the time whether i want to see it or not <laughs> so i see stuff and yeah i know that the the expectations are pretty high but i also live in the windy city aka chicago aka the best city in the midwest aka the best city in the, in the united states aka the best city in the world and I also hear and read things. And the Bears also have some lofty projections. Here he goes again, talking about the Bears. This is Lions Chiefs. So with all that to be said, now that we're at 26 minutes and we haven't done one game yet, I am going with Chiefs, as you know. And me being respectful and you know, knowing this is a primetime game, knowing that Kelsey is questionable, knowing that Chris Jones is not going to be playing, I have them for one. Wow, that was really, really good of Bob to keep that at one. That was very respectful. I will also say if Travis Kelsey comes up tomorrow and he's like, woo, it's a miracle I'm healthy. I mean, yes, we have to go with the Chiefs. The reality of the situation is we we have to. The Chiefs are an unreal team. Do I think the Lions are, I don't even think they're in that top five discussion like we talked about last year. I already, or not last year, last week, I already enlisted the top five. So I'm not even, I'm not crazy. I'm not wild, but it's week one. I'm feeling good about my boys. There's all these injuries and these holdouts. Hell yeah, I'm going to go with them. Oops, explicit. Don't care. Oh, hell yeah. She just, said, she just said hell yeah twice. <laughs> Mike, last question for you. Is Mahomes playing tomorrow night? Is he healthy? Yes. Okay, so we'll probably go Chiefs. All right, on to the next <laughs> game, folks. No, all jokes aside, you have Lions one. We have, or I have Chiefs one. Sorry, I said we because that's like I'm foreshadowing or something. I had Chiefs for one. You have Lions for one. We will discuss offline. We'll see the injury report tomorrow. We've got, wow, 24 hours from right now, the game will be starting in 30 minutes. So we've got about 24 hours to decide, and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll figure it, it out tomorrow. But uh, I have yep. a feeling we might be going with the home team. I'm sure we'll go with the Chiefs, and that's fine. But if the Lions win tomorrow, oh, my friend, my friend, you are in for a long season ahead, and I am just so excited. <laughs> oh, that doesn't sound great. Moving into Sunday, 1 o'clock p.m. Slate. Sunday, Sunday. Sunday, Sunday. We're kicking it off with the Panthers at Falcons. I forget how this works. Do I 
do this one um, first time? It's like he's never done a podcast before yet, folks. Um, yeah, you do. You go next. Okay. Sorry, I keep looking at my beard. It's really long. I got to shave. Okay. First game in Hotlanta at the Mercedes-Benz Stadium at the Dome. We got Panthers and Falcons, two crappy teams in the NFC South playing each other. Sorry, Carolina. Sorry, Atlanta. We were crapping on both of you last week. I don't think there's going to be many wins between this team, these two teams, but I do think one team is a little better than another, and I do have a rooting interest in this game. As the Bears do have the Panthers' number one pick, I'll be rooting against every team that plays the Panthers this season. But this is kind of like a weird game because we have Bryce Young, rookie quarterback. You never really know what to expect with rookie quarterbacks. There's a new-look offense in Carolina with Thielen. Uh, you got Sanders. Um, so they had some good pieces-ish. Uh, Falcons have Ritter, who's going to be having his first season starting. Bijan Robinson's coming in. A lot of people are expecting big things of him. And Kyle Pitts in his third year, and a lot of people say third year is a charm. So I think just because this game's in Atlanta, I do think Ritter's got a little bit of sneaky upside. And I think B. John Robinson's going to be a top three or four running back in the league uh, this season. I have the Falcons winning this game at home. I have them beating a Panthers team that's kind of in disarray. Uh, and I have them at five. So those those five-ish to ten games are usually pretty hard. But there's a lot of pretty tight games this week. So I put this one at five, and I'm sticking to it. Okay. Yeah, that sounds good. I also had the Falcons winning. I think I think they've sneakily been putting together a little bit of a better team than I think some people give them credit for. Obviously, like you said, they got Bijan. They've got Drake London. Um, they've got Kyle Pitts. I think it's all, all going to come down to quarterback play. If Desmond can do a good job and keep the team together, or at the very least be a good game manager, I think that mm-hmm. the or the Falcons have put like a quietly decent roster together, especially for a division that seems wide open. Um, but I agree with all that you said. I think, unfortunately, uh, Bryce Young's going to have a little bit of a rough welcome to the NFL, to the big stage, and Falcons are likely going to take this one on Sunday. I have them at eight simply because there are so many difficult games this this week. Um, and honestly, week one is nearly impossible to predict. Uh, it's really difficult because we really don't know what these teams are made of until they're actually going and showing up. Week one sometimes can be very fluky. So really, once we start to get into week two, week three, we start to see what these teams are actually made of. Um, but right now yep. I'm going with the Falcons and yep, I put them at eight. And so not too far off. Eight. Great. Eight is great. Next game we have on the docket for Sunday, one o'clock PM Eastern standard time is the Bengals at Browns. The battle for the terrible state. Sorry, oh, Cincinnati oh, oh. of Ohio. I'm so sorry, Vincent to, Maddie. I was trying I'm to stop sorry. you from saying it. I, I know. Say I've it. already said it before, and I, I know. You told me, hey, they're great people. Just the state. We're from Michigan. We have to hate they, Ohio. It's just they it's live, just They law. live there now, though. They don't live in Chicago anymore. They live in that state. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. We are from Michigan. We are okay. born and bred and raised to hate Ohio. Yep, we were born and bred, but sometimes people from Michigan and people from Ohio become close. And because hey, of that, I'm going to have to give them our credit card number tonight and let them have a spending spree. Hey, you know what? I'm not saying the people from Ohio are bad. I never said that. It's the state. It's the state. It's the Wait. physical state lines. 
Anyways. Doesn't one of your nieces and nephews live in Ohio right now too? Oh my God, this is bad. Hmm, that's weird. Actually, they live in Indiana. Oh, jeez. I forgot that, <laughs> that city's in Indiana. Okay. Sorry, well, Kovats. Bob doesn't know where man, you live, apparently. Pants on my ankle, egg all over my face. Egg all over your face, you sicko. <laughs> Moving along to the Bengals Browns. Uh, let's take a little trip down memory lane. If you look back at last year, the Bengals and the Browns actually split the season down the line one for one in this battle for the state of Ohio. But if you look a little bit closer, Jamar Chase was not playing during that game. So I don't think that's going to tell us too much as we head into it. Again, like I said, week one can lie at times. Sometimes there are weird flukes. Ultimately, I'm going with the proven quarterback, even if he may be injured, the proven roster that's been showing up time after time after time, I think has another shot to go extremely far again this year. And spoiler alert, we told you last week we were going to reveal our AFC champ, our NFC champ, and our Super Bowl predictions. I think the Bengals are taking it all this year. I'm going with the Bengals this week against the Browns for 11. Wait, okay. I You're just going... dropped a lot on you. Sorry, I'm over here eating my blueberries. I'm trying to I get know, it down you, the you almost choked there. Gee, wait, so you have Bengals winning the AFC, and you have them at 11. I have them winning at 11. I have them going all the way to win the AFC, and I have the Cincinnati Bengals winning the Super Bowl. You have them winning the Super Bowl? I think it's time. I think it's time for the Bengals. They have gotten far year after year after year. Their roster has not changed that much. I think they're only improving. Again, we talk about that window that these teams have. I think they're still in the prime of it. I think the Bengals have a really good chance at taking it all the way. I'm going Bengals this year. Super Bowl champ prediction. Wow, folks. That was a huge splash. The first big splash of the season. Mac has a Bengals winning the Super Bowl. That was an absolute cannonball. That was a massive cannonball into the deep end, playing with the torpedoes underwater. Stuff's going crazy. <laughs> Cincinnati underwater. Re- Cincinnati rejoice. Mac has you winning the Super Bowl. Cincinnati, wow. get ready. What? Your first Super Bowl win. Here we go. Oh, is there's no point to play the season. Is that was that in the script? I think it's in the script. Yeah, I got a copy. Uh, why didn't I get a copy? You didn't send me a copy. Well, you didn't tell me that you were hanging out with the boys, so. I guess in a tit for tat, huh? <laughs> tit for tat. So what do you oh. think about this weekend? I know that's obviously some big reactions for my whole season predictions. We promised the Wave Riders they would get it this week. There's yep. my first big reveal. One thing about making waves is we always deliver on promises, and we did promise that. So uh, the battle for the great state of Ohio. Whew, good save, Bob. Making mm, waves continues on. Wow, the great state. I, don't you have a lot of Michigan friends? I think some people are going to be coming after you for that. I, I do a lot of Michigan friends, but Cedar Point's pretty cool, and that's in Ohio. So, All right, Cedar and, Point is okay. And uh, and Kendo lives in, in Ohio as well. So. <laughs> no, she does not. <laughs> Indiana, baby. <laughs> But yes, yeah, a battle for Ohio. We got the Bengals and the Browns. I don't quite agree with Mac that the Bengals are going to win the Super Bowl. That's okay. I think they're going to have a great season, and I definitely could buy it. So I think that's a great choice. I don't have them winning the AFC or, or winning the Super Bowl, but I do have them winning this first game in Cleveland. Okay. I'm a little bit more confident. So I'm not as confident that they will make a Super Bowl run, but I am more confident, obviously, assuming that Burrow does play. 
that okay. they'll beat the Browns. I have them at 15. Oh, wow. To beat the Browns. Okay. So they were your second highest. Yes. I'm they still assuming, highest. I'm still assuming Burrow will play. I am mostly nervous. I don't know. These, these, um, Games this close in these like rivalry type games with a quarterback who we really haven't seen have a full offseason under his belt. You just never know. You really never do. And and the Browns do yeah. have some really good defensive pieces in in um Miles Garrett and you know, I think they've I think they've got something going if they can keep it together, but we'll see. I definitely agree. The Browns are a weird team. They've got some talent. They got Amari Cooper. Uh, they still have uh, Nick Chubbs, one of the best running backs in the league, and they've got some weapons. Um, and Miles Garrett's obviously a good player, so they just can never can really put it together. I think people kind of, I don't know, the Browns are the Browns. I think that's one of those teams you just think is going to always lose in those games. But yeah, I guess we will find out. We'll have to definitely keep an eye on the injury report in that one. But yeah. Sounds like a plan, Stan. So we will work that one out offline. And moving along to the next game, we have the, however you pronounce them, Jaguars or Jaguars at Colts. Yes, we got the Jacksonville Jays at the Colts. I made some crazy statements last week that the Colts were going to be one of the worst teams in football. So I need to um, definitely continue on that trend for week one. I also said the Jags were going to win the division. So on paper for me, this is a first place team versus a last place team. Anthony Richardson has a lot going on. I'm sure Joshua, or I said Joshua, Taylor is, Jonathan is on the pup list, as Mac alluded to. Awesome word. So there's just a lot going on in Indianapolis. There's a lot of inter-team drama. So I've got the Jags going into Indy and winning this one big time. Um, So I have them also in double digits. So I'm getting some of my biggest point totals out of the way early on. I have them at 14 beating the Colts in Indianapolis. Okay, sounds good. Yeah, we've got this one pretty close here. I also have the Colts, I think that, or I'm sorry, I also have the Jaguars um, beating the Colts with Anthony Richardson, rookie QB coming in. I I think more often than not, it's probably a, a not very warm welcome to the NFL for a lot of rookie quarterbacks. I think that's unfortunately going to be the case here. I've got mm-hmm. them at 15. Whoa, 14-15, our closest one yet. Very, very close. Very, very close. Very, very close. Sorry, Colts. Y'all Sorry, stink. Colts. Sorry about it. I think Richardson might be able to um, do an okay job for them as a quarterback. Unfortunately, they haven't had a, a great deal of luck with keeping a quarterback. They've kind of had a QB carousel going there for a while in Indy. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Richardson, I think he's got a lot of great potential and hopefully yeah. I know he's got a cannon of an arm. Hopefully if they can hone that for the NFL and get him into, into that mold, then he'll, he'll be a good addition for them at some point, but I just don't think quite yet. I would have to agree with that. I think the Colts have a chance to have something solid, but I also think I could walk outside tomorrow and there could be meatballs falling from the sky. So I think those two things are about as, uh, as about likely. As- as likely as each other. So yeah, 14 and 15, that adds up. That adds up. <laughs> you better be careful when you make these like grand statements like this, you're always the next week like, oh man, I can't believe I said that because the Colts came out and won. Like when you said you're going to get a Houston Texans tattoo all over your back and then the Texans I never said won. That. <laughs> I never said that. I recall it. 
Show, show, show me the, the audio and I'll believe it. Oh, shoot. I'll find the receipts. Zen- I'll find the receipts. Zencaster keeps them, so I'll find the receipt. No, you don't have to. No worries. <laughs> I'll watch my mouth moving forward. Not. No, that's okay. Don't. I think everybody prefers when you don't watch your mouth and you okay. just say whatever's Good. on your mind. In that case, I'll continue doing so. Please do. Okay. Moving into the next game, we have the Bucks versus Vikings. Um, this is this is going to be a fun game, I think, to watch. Um, there were a lot of losses on defense for both of these teams. I was looking into it today. Vikings lost six starting defenders since last year. The Bucks lost three starting defenders, one of them being Akeem Hicks, is a very large name, a great defensive lineman that does a good job for the Bucs. Um, just some big losses on both sides of this game. Um, also, I think that's extremely scary for the Vikings, considering the number of one possession games that they were in last year. They ended up tipping the scale. They ended up winning a majority of those games, obviously ending with about, I think it was 13 wins last year. So they did a great job. That's a little scary, though, when three out of the four starting like secondary members are either rookies or second years. And when you're losing these veterans, that's scary when you're already in close, tight games. All that to say, I think the reality is the Vikings have the better roster put together. They did add some additional pieces at defense, some other names that are going to help fill some of those voids. Um, It's just a concern when you see, I think, long-term, if they're going to be able to hold that standard of winning those close games. Not so sure. I think they're going to have a ton of shootout games throughout this year, high-scoring games potentially. They've got a solid offense full of weapons. It's just their defense I'm a little bit concerned about holding out for the long run. Like I said, all that to say, this weekend coming up, I think they've got the better roster. I think Vikings are going to take this one. Baker, I just don't think he's got what it takes overall. So I'm going Vikings, keeping them in the middle. I've got them at seven. You bamboozled us again. You did Why? it. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm giving you a hard time. I, oh, I know we I was talking joke. all about their weaknesses. I always, I know we always joke about that. That we're all like, I know on, like, we really do, do that. Like, but, but I think we're still going to go with them for, for middle whatever of the road. reason. Yeah. <laughs> like the Vikings lost this and this and this, but I'm still going to go seven. Well, Vikings. I tried. I tried to say overall their roster. I think is stronger. Even though they lost those pieces, I was more so trying to touch on them long term. But I think overall for this weekend against the Bucs, especially when you look at quarterback play, a fun nugget that I always love to share with you is that Kirko Chains, as they're calling him now because he was dancing in the airplane with his chains around his neck with his shirt off, they call him Kirko Chains now. He, I mean, he is a sneaky good quarterback. He has a completion percentage of higher than Patrick Mahomes. It, I think people forget that. I love to throw that nugget at you. But it's just, yeah, overall the roster is better in Minnesota than down in Tampa Bay, a big part being because they lost TB12. Let's be you real. You do like that nugget a lot, and I like it that you like that nugget a lot because like it, it is very you like juicy. That? You like that? That's what Kirk says. Also, another another little Kirk <laughs> shout out there. Go another Michigan Kirk State. Go Kirk. Okay. Man, Kirk will change. Uh, man, he might uh, go white. He might be one of our our uh, favorite players heading into the season. It sounds like, even though he is in the wrong division, because um, no, he's going to get second place, as I said last week in the division. But um, correct, yeah, yeah he is going to get second to the Lions. Out, a lot of a lot of shouts out. I've never imagined you saying that one. 
a lot of shouts out for Kirko Chains. Love yeah. it. I will say I really do like Kirk Cousins. I know I know we're supposed to like hate the Vikings, but I really don't hate the Vikings. I hate the Packers, and I really strongly dislike the Bears. What the possibly, possibly hate, but <laughs> oh my! But I God. actually don't mind the Vikings. I like Kirk. I think he's a cool, dude. And I loved watching him on that quarterback um, Netflix documentary. He just seems like you know a down to earth good man. Sorry, I'm still a little stunned that you oh, said the, a, the H word before my team's name. No, 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 I said hate the Packers. I said I strongly dislike the Bears possibly. You hate. said possibly. What? I didn't hate. say that. Yeah. Oh, no? I got the receipts. This is live. Okay, I'm gonna t- I'm gonna send a couple texts here real quick. That was that was before you egregious. send those texts. That was that was egregious. <laughs> before you send those texts, any thoughts on the Vikings this weekend? I chose no. them at seven. The only thoughts I have is I can't believe that you just said that, and I'm a little I'm a little shell shocked to be honest. Did you choose the Vikings this weekend? I'm trying to think straight. Let me have a couple of blueberries. Oh. Uh, yes, I do have the Vikings uh, beating the Bucks. Oh my God, she said possibly hate, and I do think they're going to win at home. I think Kirko Chains is going to get the job done. I think that the Bucks lost too much, and they're going to miss the goat. And I have the Vikings winning at home at 10. So we had oh, 10 and double 7. double digits. Okay. And I'm just making a note to... Double digits. Double I mean, honestly, that. I was using your analysis from last week um, to tamper my expectations a little bit because you were touching on, and you made some really great points about the Bucks still having a really solid defense. Yep. So, yeah, I was kind of using that to tamper my expectations down to 7. But you're, you're still going 10. Okay. I think the whole Baker Mayfield thing kind of is getting in the way a little bit. Um, and it's in Minnesota, and they have the best wide receiver in the game. So I think that's why they'll win. I think it's going to take Baker a couple weeks to figure it out uh, in Tampa Bay. Thank goodness the Bears play them week two. But, yeah, <laughs> I just think the Vikings are still going to be a solid team. They're still going to be a playoff contender. I do not think the Bucks will be. So 7-10, okay. and 10, uh, two pretty high, uh, high rankings there, middle of the road to high. All right, fair enough. Moving on down, we've got the Tennessee Titans at New Orleans Saints. And this is your Tennessee. game, my friend. Yes, it is. We got the Titans at the Saints. This is kind of a weird game. So I had a weird score on it because this is two teams that I think are going to be middle of the road. It's in Narlins, and they have a new quarterback. Titans have had a lot of uh, changing pieces in the offseason. And I did say just last week, the receipts are there. I do remember what I say, Wave Riders, that the Saints are going to win the division. I think they're going to win the South. I did say I think the Titans are going to be trash in the AFC South as well. So between a first place team, excuse me, in the NFC South and a third-ish place team in the AFC South, put two and two together, I've got the Saints winning this game. Okay. Uh, I think they're going to be one of those sneaky teams that might make some moves towards uh, winning a lot more games than they're supposed to. They've got a pretty easy the road, you know, or middle middle of the road, easiest easy ish type schedule. So that's why I have this as a middle of the road type confidence. Okay. So I have the Saints beating the Titans and Derrick Henry, King Henry, all rise. I have them at eight. Okay. Yeah, no, I think that was a great analysis there. Um, I think we're really on the same page with this one, just in terms of both of these teams. I think this is a close opportunity, but I agree. Saints defense, I think is ultimately going to 
win this one for them. And I think Derek Carr is going to be a good, good addition to the team and a spark that they have been looking for, for a little bit. So I agree. I also have the saints and I've got them just slightly lower at six, six. Okay. We are, uh, we're kind of on the same wavelength here. Wave length here. Wave length. I like it. Let's hope that continues on in this next game. We have the 49ers at Steelers. Ultimately this one for me, comes down to the playmakers in this game. I think that um, Pickett, Kenny Pickett and George Pickens of the Steelers are going to take a big jump this year in what they have been working on. I see that little uh, hand signal you did there for small hand Pickett. Nice. (laughs) I just don't think it's going to be enough, uh, specifically against this team. The 49ers, we've got Brock Purdy coming back and presumably very healthy. You know, he suffered that elbow tear or whatever it was last season late against the Eagles. Presumably he's healthy. He obviously won his starting role back, um, which I don't know if you'll remember. I predicted that last year. You did? I do not remember that. I did. I did. And I remember you were like, what? Purdy's going to over Trey Lance and Trey Lance is now gone to the Cowboys and Brock Purdy won the starting job. So, Hey, I don't remember that. Maybe there really is a script. Oh my gosh. Maybe there, do you actually, do you actually have it? Did I write the script? Oh no, God, if, if I did, the Lions would have won many Super Bowls by now. Great. The Lions are going 17 this year. This bad. <laughs> did you write the bears Eagles playoff game a couple years ago? The double when I was there? That was probably my favorite work of art. Was that double she's, doink? She's making a lot of enemies this episode, folks. I don't know. I think Big T's still on my side. Shout out, Big T. Go Eagles. I don't think so. (laughs) I've heard crickets from him. I don't even know if he's listening anymore, but he's still going to get shout outs. Well, he's still getting shout outs. Anyway, back to the game. Comes down to playmakers. The 49ers have more than the Steelers. Um, I know we talked about this last week. More is better than less. 49ers, especially now that I know that Nick Bosa resigned his contract, he'll for sure be playing. That is huge. That is big. I made this confidence pool before I knew that, so I'm fully willing to move this one up a little bit. But I have 49ers, and I only had them at five. Again, I was assuming that Bosa was not playing, um, and I was assuming also that Kittle was not playing. So I'm happy to move that one up, but that's where I'm at at this current point in time. Okay, so you have 49ers at five, and you're not willing to move at all. I feel like you need to have a little bit more flexibility. Yeah, when- I'm just like really firm in my stance here, and I'm not going to change. So it's a little disappointing because 49ers were in the NFC Championship game last year, and Mr. Irrelevant is a starter. I don't know if you heard that. So oh. we'll talk offline. Um, but if you're going to be so inflexible with your confidences, this is going to have to change. So yeah, I mean, you, you- probably just want to stop doing the podcast at this point. Probably if I'm be like this. If well, you have the script and you already know what's going to happen, then might as well, because I'm going to have to go to Waffle luck, House buddy. at the end of the season. Tough, tough luck, luck pal. buddy. I do agree with you that the 49ers are going to win. I have the confidence level a little higher because I did put these confidences in after I saw who was playing and who was not. So um, hmm. as one may guess, it's a little higher than five. But Fair. I have the Niners and a little nugget. Speaking of the Steelers, hope you're hungry. Speaking of Heinz Field, speaking of Heinz Field in Pittsburgh, put a little ketchup on that nugget. Oh, yum, Heinz. (laughs) 
Uh, I think, uh, uh, wait, the nugget, I forgot about it. Yeah, what uh, is the nugget? <laughs> I know. I know so go. focused on the Heinz and the field. <laughs> we just do that for 30 seconds. I don't even give the nugget. I don't know, no, no, no. Sorry, Norway. They, they're probably like, what the heck is going on? Uh, I know this nugget has never been said on the podcast, but Mike Tomlin, in all the years that he's been a coach, they have never had a below 500 record. Oh Unbelievable. Oh my gosh. I can't, this is the first time I'm ever hearing this. Unbelievable nugget, Bob. Really good wow. research. Thank you. Wow. It's Thank almost you, like that was like the first nugget of the season. Almost. Almost, but obviously it wasn't because I wouldn't say a nugget that was already said. Right, right. <laughs> so right I hope right. everyone did listen to week one or else we're going to be very confused right now. But yeah, if you haven't, go listen to week one. Yeah, go it take a, a peek. Go take a little peek, Ski. But uh, all that to say, I think the Niners are going to go into Heinz Field. I think they're going to win and I have them at nine. That was like the worst analysis ever. Hey, me, it but. was great. It was great analysis. A lot of talk of nom, nom, nom and Heinz ketchup. Yep. But yes, yep. I agree with the 49ers and more than happy to look at moving that one up a tiny bit. Um, I think the Steelers are going to be okay. They've still got Najee in the background. But um, yeah, I don't know. We'll keep there and we'll we'll decide offline. I like the sound of that, my friend. Perfecto. All right. This next game, we have the Arizona Cardinals at Washington Commanders. Yes. This game is strange because I didn't realize that what's his face, the defender on the commanders that you just said from uh, Ohio State, Chase Young. I didn't realize that he was possibly out. That's a huge loss. But I did just see, as you alluded to, Earlier in the episode, <laughs> Kyler Murray is not playing. So that's a huge, huge, huge L for the Cardinals. So, yeah, I think there's no chance they're going to win this game, especially in Washington, even without Chase. I think this is going to be pretty lopsided, even though the commanders, as we were saying last week, don't really have like a, a uh, I don't know, like a household name at quarterback as well. But I think the commanders with that defense, they've got some really good weapons with two Solid running backs with Robinson and Gibson. And then they've got uh, Scary Terry McLaurin. And I think if Howell or who – I just listened yesterday. The other quarterback that they have, it's either Howell or – So it's going to it's gonna likely be – I believe Howell is their starting quarterback for the commanders. And then I was just looking, and it looks like the Cardinals went with Joshua Dobbs for their quarterback. Yes. Perfect. Okay. So it is Howell. Uh, I think he's going to be – kind of like a Mac Jones, like a game manager, not make the big mistakes. And I think that's perfect for that offense with Ron Rivera. Uh, So I am going to keep my confidence. I feel pretty good with what I have. And I have commanders holding down the home fort at 11 to start the season. All right. Yeah. I was kind of nervous with the number that I put next to this one. But I really do. I unfortunately think the Cardinals are going to be the worst team in the NFL this year. I, I think we both Arizona. said that last I, I know I honestly think we both said that last week. Yeah, they've got Joshua Dobbs playing right now. Kyler Murray's nowhere to be found. I don't know that he'll be back for a while. Obviously he's got that injury. Zach Ertz, I believe, is questionable as well, who's like probably their biggest playmaker. Other than that, they've got Marquise Brown. But I, I don't know. I just don't think it's gonna be a good year for the Cardinals, unfortunately. Commanders, on the other hand, 
I think they're going to be middle of the road. I don't think they're going to be anything special, like you said, with Sam Howell. He's not really a household name yet, but if he can be a game manager, they do have some other weapons with Scary Terry, Jahan Dotson set to take a big leap this year as well. So I went with the Commanders. I think they've got a somewhat solid defense to be able to shut some stuff down. Kind of went them at a scary high of 14. (laughs) 14 Commanders. Hey, I mean, 11 and 14, not not that far off. Yeah, I mean, it's not so much a testament to, like, how good I think the Commanders are going to be. It's unfortunately my belief that the Cardinals are going to be pretty uh, piss poor. (laughs) Okay. Not only did you just make so many enemies for us in Arizona, but you also just made enemies in Washington. And you could have just said, Commanders are going to have a great win. You said, "Uh, it's not because I think the Commanders are good. I think it's because the Cardinals are so bad. We are screwed. Our our viewing numbers are going to be, as you said, Our viewers are going to plummet. (laughs) Oh, no. It's all right. Stick with us, folks. Stick with us. I I do agree, though. Hey, yeah, you agree? Okay, thank you. No. Hey, if you're a true fan of, you know, the Cardinals or the Commanders, stick around and and make me uh, eat my words with my pants around the ankles. So. Call me a sicko for oh all I gosh. care. <laughs> Make her eat her words. Make her eat waffles. Throw egg on her face. But stick with us because it's going to get juicy. It's going to get good. with us. Um, okay. So now that we both agree, Commanders, in that one, and we both said that the Cardinals are piss poor. So let's move on to the next game. The Houston Texans at Baltimore Ravens. This one for me was... Spoiler alert, the easiest one of the week. I have Ravens at 16. Despite my co-host's best effort to pitch me on the Houston Texans last week, tell me they're coming second in their division. I'll believe it when I see it. I also think pigs will be flying outside. In this offseason, Lamar finally got his big payday. They signed OBJ. They have rookie Zay Flowers, who I think some people are high on, going to have a good uh, complimentary role there for the offense, for the Ravens. If Lamar can stay healthy, I think we're in good shape. We haven't seen a healthy Lamar in a long time. I'm hopeful the Ravens pull this out. I'm hopeful they have a good, steady season. And, yeah, I think they're going to start it strong here against the Texans, and I've got them at 16. Well, I am a little embarrassed now because, um, ding, 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 I also have Ravens at 16, and you just reminded me that not seven full days ago, I was uh, singing Houston's praises about how they were going to get second. And, Houston, we don't have a problem. This doesn't mean I don't think you're going to be vying for the division title. I just think that it's going to take C.J. Stroud a little bit more than a couple weeks, maybe one or two weeks, to hit the ground running. And I also know that he's not the opening week starter in Houston. Um, so I think it's oh, just going to take... Oh, is he not? Who is? Oh, man, you're really putting me on the freaking spot here. Sorry. Um, wait, let me um, just calibrate. I'm not looking this up. Yeah, yeah. So I, I agree. I think, you know, obviously oh. as he gets started, what, is he the starter? Like I said, CJ Stroud is the week one starter, but it's probably going to take him a week or two to hit the ground running. And sure. the Ravens kind of have all the pieces right now. They've got Mark Andrews, who's healthy. They've got, uh, like Max said, Zay Flowers. They've got Odell coming in, a healthy Dobbins. So just a lot of good pieces. I think Harbaugh is a great coach, a lot better than his younger brother at Michigan. But 
I also think the Ravens are going to win. I have them for 16, the first ding, 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 ding of the season. Finally. Ding, 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 ding. We have a match. I forgot about that. Ding, 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 ding. First of the season, first of hopefully many. And yeah, folks, the one thing that we know for sure that you also know is that we're going Ravens 16 this week. Everything else, we'll let you know. Yeah, we'll let you know. And sorry to interrupt. I know, like I said, I never do that. No, but you're I good. Never... We're actually, though, about to move into our afternoon oh, I know. games. And it's time that's for Christmas. No, 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 and that's why I wanted to cut in. I didn't want to be rude. Um, I wanted to very politely uh, interrupt you. And since oh, we are heading geez. to the afternoon and the most important game of the entire week, I wanted to make sure to keep my promise because I said Mac's going to be doing two, two ads this week. So number one ad for Mac, take it away. Okay, I'm not doing two ads this week, but I will do one. And you will do one. Don't you worry about a thing. No. Any day. Oh, sorry. I lost you for a minute. You're back. Oh, yeah. I was just saying, I just said any day. Oh, oh, any day. Okay, sorry. No, you had, you completely left the screen. And I, so I was waiting to let it recalibrate and figure it out. But now that you're back, the first advertisement of week one NFL 2023 season is up and up hand sanitizer. If you're feeling sick and you got a cough, cough, go and pump a little up and up. Gotta feel better. Keep it clean. Wipe your hands with the hand sanitizer. <laughs> $3.99 at your local Target. Man. He's back, folks, with her 60s-inspired jingles. <laughs> oh, man. I'm crying. You were trying so hard to make that rhyme, and it just wasn't going to happen with that it word. It wasn't going to happen, so I had to change the word to hand sanitize <laughs> Oh, when you said clean, I thought you were going to wrap it into a nice little bow, and then it turned it hand sanitize which that was a very hey, good. pretty close. Pretty close. <laughs> pretty dang close. Really good singing voice, by the way. I don't know if it's because you saw Taylor Swift twice in the off season, but I that did. was definitely that was definitely uh, not to not to uh, expose your uh, hey your, your expose summer, away. Your, I am not ashamed because oh, I didn't think you were ashamed. I actually want to expose your uh, your off season uh, hey. what you're up to. But hey, no, give it away. I'm not ashamed. Honestly, I'm proud. I'd see her again in a heartbeat, a million heartbeats. I'd see her. You'd see her in a million heartbeats. That's yeah. so many. Uh, I, I just got to say, arguably the best thing that I've ever seen in a football stadium. So, Oh, that's crazy. It's not crazy. If, you, than, if you've seen Taylor Swift, you know what I'm talking about. Would you consider yourself a Swifty? Absolutely, I would consider myself a Swifty. Taylor, if you're listening, reach out, girl. I just want to be your friend. <laughs> do you Do you think we should send her some swag? I feel like maybe that would be a good starting point. Let's send her some swag. I bet, okay. I bet uh, Taylor Swift would be a wave rider. Not only do I think she would be a wave rider, I think she'd be a massive Chicago Bears fan, which is why I love Taylor. No. She's actually a Philadelphia Eagles fan because she's from right outside of there. So she's See, a bandwagon. See, I'm a Swifty. <laughs> she likes the See, I'm a pretty big Eagles. Swifty. I could answer some trivia um, about Taylor Swift. <laughs> I know she was born in 1989. She was. Great job, Bob. Really good album. Um, one of my favorites Great. for sure. Absolutely. I think yeah, that and shake it, shake it Off are her, her best two albums. Shake It Off. Oh, I that's know not you, an album. I know you know that that's just a song. That's not yeah. an album. 
Of course. Of Man, course. We, we, we love Taylor Swift here at Making Waves. And we do. We love you, Tay. And uh, yeah, great advertisement. Taylor would be very proud of the, uh, the singing voice there. Oh, I hope so. I hope so. She's she's about to hear yours, though, here shortly. So I'm in for a treat with that one. But we'll jump into the Sunday afternoon slate, 425 p.m. You're, I see, yeah, you're getting giddy over there. We have the Green Bay Packers at Chicago Bears. Woo! Oh, baby. Yikes, that hurt my ear. Oh, sorry, I'm a sicko. Drum roll, folks. The game we've all been waiting for. No, it's oh my not. gosh. No, I'm it's getting... not. Jeez, way to freaking take the helium out of my balloon. I am getting giddy just thinking about it. I know that the terror of the Green Bay over Chicago. Are you did I really hurt your ear with that? No, no, I'm good. Oh, I thought you were just going like that with your ear. I thought I just oh, blew no, out no, your no, drum no. there. No, you're but, good. But uh the terror of Green Bay over Chicago is about to end. A new Chicago over Green Bay terror is about to begin. I'm so excited to be here in the city for that game. I can already feel the buzz. I don't know if it's the Chicago Cubs, how hot we've been the last couple of weeks, or the Bears, how the expectations are so high, or a little bit of both mixed up. But the air just feels so right here in Chicago the last couple of weeks. It's Green Bay week. It's Packer week. F the Packers. Here we go. Obviously, it goes without saying that I think the Bears are going to win this game. Um, I think any any uh, football fan that knows anything about anything would think that the Bears are going to win this game, and I'm going to tell you exactly why. One, we have DJ Moore this year. Two, it's at Soldier Field, which is one of the biggest home field advantages in the NFL. Three, we have an offensive line led by Darnell Wright from Tennessee, our rookie, to protect our number one asset, a.k.a. Justin Fields. Four, we have a three-headed running back monster with – Khalil Herbert, Foreman, and Roshan Johnson. Five. We oh, something to say there. You seem a little. Befuzzled. No, 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 I'm waiting. Sorry, I was about to, but I'm I'm waiting. You Thank were you. very Five. respectful in letting me say my piece for the Warrens. So go ahead. Thank you very much. I really, really appreciate that. Number five, our defense is totally revamped. Number six, there's no more number twelve in the uh, in the yellow and the yucky green, and because of all that, the bear is going to be so loud. The weather is going to be beautiful on Sunday. We're going to start off 1-0. And honestly, I don't think it's going to be that close of a game. I think the Bears are going to win by double digits. You heard it here first. Did he just say double digits? He just said double digits. I didn't want to get crazy with my ranking because I, I don't want to start off on the wrong foot and have Max say it's going to be a long season. I can't, I can't deal with Bob and his head in the clouds at mentality. So I was very good here. I have Bears at four. Wow. Bobby's 30 now. He matured. Well, we'll see. But I have the Bears at four. <laughs> well, we'll see. <laughs> okay. I will accept some of those reasons. Oh the biggest being that number 12 is no longer there. You use a lot of adjectives to describe the Bears that I don't necessarily think most people would use. Like monster in the backfield. Would you really consider Herbert and Foreman? And who was the third one that you said? Rojan Johnson, who is Bijan Robinson's backup at Texas. If it wasn't for Bijan, he could have been a stud. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. So oh, I would. Darn. Uh, if only he wasn't a backup. If only he was better. <laughs> sorry. This okay. Be long, sorry. This is going to be a long sorry. season. Sorry. 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 Really, sorry. This is going to really be a really long, long season. Okay. Sorry. 
yeah. So there, anyways, there are some things that I agreed with here. Ultimately, I don't know that there's going to be many games all throughout the year that we're going to go with the Bears. So this is one again. Week one, we don't know what's going to happen. So sure, of course, yes, I like the Bears better than the Packers. I will admit that. Do I like them Thanks. that much more? Eh, debatable. But. <laughs> oh my gosh, so much truth is coming out tonight. I can't believe this. But I think. Say, say I you're think, kidding about that. Oh, I definitely like the Bears better than the Packers. Okay, okay. Whew. Is Sorry. that good? Yep, that was good. Okay, I'm not going to tell you how much more, but. <laughs> I will say, though, I am slightly concerned. I have read, again, you said there's a lot of news articles and reading out there. I've read a lot of stuff talking about the Packers winning this weekend. And I hope that's not true. I genuinely do hope your Bears beat the Packers on Sunday. I, I love when either of our teams beat them. Thrilled about it. I just I just want to tamper our expectations slightly. And the reason being is because we saw a flash in the pan of Jordan Love last uh, year. We saw him one time. And when you go back and look at his stats, yes, it was one single game. But he actually did pretty well in terms of game managing. He wasn't he wasn't electric in terms of like deep throws or anything like that. But he actually did pretty good in terms of his completion percentage, moving the ball down the field, and just managing the game. So I think a full offseason with the team, he knows he's the starter now. He's not just sitting in the backfield waiting for something to happen to Aaron Rodgers. I think that's going to help him maybe more than we think. I'm still hopeful that the Bears are going to win this weekend. I, I am rooting for them against the Packers. I'll tell you that much. Uh, I just think we need to tamper our expectations. But who knows? Maybe I'll be surprised. Maybe the Bears are going to absolutely stun and shock me and win by 50,000 points. But I have them, and I I only went with two. Uh, sorry. I'm sorry. I was just asleep. Were you still talking about Jordan Love? <clears throat> sorry. Ooh. Yeah, I was. Good morning. I, I appreciate you uh, choosing the Bears, and I heard you say them at two. Also, where are you reading that the Packers might win? Are you reading BS Times or what? What newspaper are you reading that <laughs> no, in? Uh, ESPN, uh, CBS Sports. Uh, you know, just a couple couple of names. Probably not household names. I don't know if you've ever heard of them. Take out the C, and then it's BS Sports. That would be a little bit more appropriate. <laughs> but we'll see know what? what happens. But you know what? I'm talking a big game, and let's just hope that the Bears are as good as I expect them to be, because if they are, this game is going to be easy peasy and the Packers are going to be yeah. heading this way and the Bears going to be heading this way. Yeah. I mean, I, I, like I said, I hope that the Bears win this weekend. I just want to tamper Thank some you. expectations that we're not picking them like super high. Cause I think at the end of the day, the Packers still have Matt LaFleur as their coach. They still have a lot of their weapons. They've just lost Aaron Rodgers, which granted that's a big weapon for them to lose and cannot be, cannot be overstated, but I just want to, yeah, just throw that out there. Throw a little bit of rebuttal. I still went you with threw, the Bears. Thank you. I appreciate that. You threw it out there and the expectations have not been tampered at all, but I do appreciate you throwing it out there. It's fine. I figured as much. <laughs> <laughs> that was really good. I appreciate it. And wow, we did not spend that much time on the Bears there. That was pretty good. Uh, yeah, that was pretty good. That was, like, that was only like 25 minutes. Only. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right. Moving into the Raiders v. Broncos on Sunday afternoon. 
I went with the Raiders in this game, made some changes in the offseason. They now have Jimmy Garoppolo as their quarterback. They still have one of the strongest weapons in Devontae Adams, who used to wear the ugly uh, green and yellow, but has now moved to the silver and black. Don't mind seeing him out there. That's fine. Stay out in Vegas. They also have Josh Jacobs, who just re-signed finally his contract. He knows he's playing for the Raiders. They know he's playing for them, and they're going to put him to good use. He had a strong showing, a strong season last year. I think he's going to continue doing that, especially when he has better quarterback play behind him in Jimmy Garoppolo, in my opinion, and just an opportunity to manage the game a little bit differently, utilize the run, and, and things of that nature. So ultimately, I'm going Raiders in this one. A couple things against the Broncos. They did just get Sean Payton, who is a legendary coach. I think he's going to have the potential to turn some things around there, but it already seems like there's maybe some rifts in the water. Jerry Judy has not been healthy like once this this year since he's been, or not even this year, since his um, he started in his career. They obviously had this big payday for Russ. Um, there's already some tension you've seen in the in the news articles, I'm sure, with Sean Payton and Russ. And Sean has basically called out Russell Wilson and said, stop kissing babies. Like, we're, we're here to play football. Stop trying to, like, worry about your image. So I don't know. That's going to come through at some point. Ultimately, I'm going Raiders in this one. And I've got them at nine. Oh, okay. Way higher than me. Okay, okay. Oh, boy. This might be okay. our biggest this might be our biggest difference. Uh, wow. All right. I'm so curious far. to hear your your thoughts. I do agree with who you think is going to win. I think Las Vegas is going to go into Denver and win. But the Broncos are just, I don't think they're going to be good, but I don't think they're going to be terrible. I know I said, I think they're going to finish last in the AFC West. I did say that. I do remember saying that, but the Raiders also have a lot of weaknesses. We'll see how Garoppolo does that offense like Mac was saying, which he alluded to. But yeah, Sean Payton could be a huge difference. It's gonna, I think Broncos gonna be one of those teams we gotta wait a couple weeks to see how um Payton and Wilson click on offense. I know Javante Williams is back. He got hurt early in the season last year, so that could be a good good addition to the Broncos. Uh Cortland Sutton, he seems like he's healthy. And then they have a couple other pieces as well. So I do think the Raiders are going to win, but it's in Denver. I know a lot of weird stuff happens at the in the altitude, so who knows if some weird kicks or just someone has a huge passing game. And I don't know. I feel like that's a kind of a tough, a tough place to start the season in the Mile High City. Uh, so that's why I kind of tampered the number on the Raiders here a little bit. I have them at three, Ooh, so we got okay. a three and a nine. Ooh, oh yeah, that, that's a big that is our biggest apart. It looks like so. Yes. Okay. Well, we'll we'll discuss that one. I mean, you make good points. Obviously, that's a very difficult place to play. Um, it's Definitely. hard, like you said, when we really don't know what either of these teams are going to do. Yeah, I don't know. I I ultimately just leaned heavily on the weapons that I think the Raiders have the clear advantage. Yep, for but, sure. Gosh darn it! You know what I just realized? I forgot to mention my NFC champion as we passed them. Oh, uh, you can back up if you'd like. Shoot. I was just looking at, we only have a couple more games. I have the 49ers in the Super Bowl winning the NFC. Sorry, oh gosh, San Francisco. I also do. Whoops. <laughs> oh, look at us, man. San Francisco fans are probably like, what the hell? 
I have them winning the NFC. Uh, yeah, as well. Little little anticlimactic. So that's more like a little a little drop in a puddle. Um, not a, a cannonball playing with torpedoes underwater. But there you have it, folks. We both have the 49ers winning the NFC. Oh, and you had you said you have them winning the Super Bowl. Oh no 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 no! I just oh, have them oh. winning the NFC, NFC going and to going the Super Bowl. to the Super Bowl. Okay, sorry, I thought you said winning the Super Bowl. Gasp. Who's yes. going to have winning the Super Bowl? I guess we'll have to wait to find out. Bills. <laughs> yeah, you do not know that, ma'am. <laughs> okay, moving down to the next game, Eagles at Patriots. <laughs> now, Eagles Sorry. fans are probably si- Eagles fans are probably sitting there like, "What? Eagles the hell? fans are really you're gonna you're gonna drop that bomb right before our game." They're like they're probably thinking that we were both gonna say to them. Sorry, Eagles fans, you got your Super Bowl. Oh, no. You got to your Super Bowl, zip it. You got your, you said, oh, no, that, that oh. hurts. That hurts too soon. All right. Good thing there's no Eagles fans listening to this podcast at all. Shout out, Big T. I know you listen. I think the Eagles are going to be great again. But anyways, is this, do I start off with this game? Yep, this is you. Uh, okay, Eagles versus Patriots, the Super Bowl 2018 rematch. Uh, both of these teams look a little different. One is better, one is worse. <laughs> Sorry, New England, you're way worse in 2018. Spoiler alert, you're not going to go back to the Super Bowl. Spoiler alert, you're not going to win week one. <gasps> Gasp. Oh, yes. Gasp. Yes, I do think the Eagles are going to go into, I almost said Arrowhead, into Gillette uh, and win this game. I think they're going to win pretty handedly. Yes, going into New England is a tough way to start the season. Usually, Bill Belichick having a whole offseason to prepare for your offense not great. Bill Belichick having an entire uh, offseason to prepare for your team. Not great to scheme. Not great. So I do think it might be a little closer score-wise than some people might um, expect. But ultimately, it's going to come down to who's on the field. Uh, Patriots don't have Jalen Hurts. They don't have DeAndre Swift. <sighs> Sorry. They don't have uh, Devontae. They don't have uh, Brown. They, I mean, they don't have Goddard. So the Eagles are just absolutely stacked their defense might be the best in the nfl um yeah i think they're gonna have an unbelievable season and if they make it back to uh the big one the granddaddy of them all the super bowl i don't think anybody would be surprised that's how good they are so that's why i have them beating uh my lesser of the two max mac jones uh and i have them winning at a dozen in new england at 12. all right we are not far off there. I also have the Eagles for all those reasons and more. I have them at 13. I won't add too much to that Ooh. just because, you know, I know we've got some other games here to get through. But, yeah, I, I totally agree with what you said. And I'll dive in, I'm sure, a ton on the Eagles as they continue a great winning streak throughout the season. Heck, yeah. Heck, yeah. Moving into arguably one of the more exciting games of this upcoming weekend in my opinion two electric offenses that we're looking at here the miami dolphins at los angeles chargers this is going to be a fun one i think like i said they're electric offenses they both have some hot shot star-studded names on their teams we've got justin herbert who i think is going to have a great year we've got tua tongavailoa who also if he can stay healthy also will have a great year Two of the, I think, probably the best pair duo of wide receivers on the Dolphins in Jalen Waddell and Tyreek Hill. So fast. It, they're hard to guard. I mean, you see them absolutely running laps around 
professional defenders out there game after game after game. So I think the Dolphins are going to have a great season coming up. I did give a slight edge to the Chargers in this one for two reasons. First being, it is in Chargers' home turf. They're in L.A. Dolphins had to travel for the first game of the season. Um, I think that gives the Chargers a slight advantage there. Second would be the defense for the Chargers. I mean, going up against Joey Bosa, um, you got to hand it to him in Khalil Mack. Um, the Chargers are coming into this week looking healthy for the first time than they have in a long time. It's seeming like they're going to have a pretty full roster as to what they were hoping for, what they've been building on. Um, I've gotten a slight edge to the Chargers. I've got them low because I think the Dolphins absolutely could pull this out. Um, but I think they're going to need to really protect Tua and give their weapons a good opportunity downfield if they're going to want to win this game. I just think Joey Bosa is going to put it on a little too much pressure. Chargers at three for this game. Oh, I thought we were going to have a ding, 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 ding. Very oh, close. I do have two. Sorry, uh, Tua. <laughs> Did we both do that at the same time? Oh, my gosh. Two. Unfortunately for Tua, and very good pronunciation on the last name. That was super impressive. I was I was listening and waiting for you to mess up, and you didn't. That sounded like he was spot on. Thank you. Yeah. So very nicely done. Uh, Appreciate that. Tua Tungavailoa. I think it's actually like Tungavailoa, like tongue. Tunga. Tua Tungavailoa. Tungavailoa. Yes. Thank you. Good job, Bob. Thank you very much. That's what Appreciate I've heard that. on other like shows and podcasts. Not that I listen to any other shows or podcasts. Well, they probably would want to listen to us because they know that we're right. We're the we're the one. I'm to sure they to. are. Yeah. So we'll go with whatever you said. We'll go with that. So Tunga Bailoa. Uh, I I agree with Mac. I think on paper, other than obviously Mac's most excited for tomorrow night. I'm most excited for Bears Packers. The just the non biased. NFL football fan, I think on paper would be most excited about this one, just with like all the star studded power with Eckler, Herbert, you got Mike Williams, Keenan Allen. And then you got, obviously, like Max said, to uh, the, the duo of best receivers in the NFL. And just, yeah, so much offensive firepower. I could see it being 30 something to 30 something. I could see it being up in the 40s. It's indoor uh, in the dome in LA. And I think this is going to be an awesome way to end. Sunday afternoon. I agree with Mac. I think the Chargers, just based off of the fact that they have a little bit more pressure on them this year, we were saying last year we were kind of giving Herbert a little bit of crap. They have not won a playoff game yet, and they've had a lot of expectations. They haven't done much with it uh, in the last couple of seasons, so they're coming in with a lot of expectations, as are the Dolphins, but this is in L.A. This is in uh, Bolt territory, so I think they're going to win. I had them at two uh, just because I think both teams are playoff teams. I think both are explosive. Um, so yeah, I think this is our, uh, our closest agreed game in terms of like low confidences. So that shows how, uh, unsure we are about that one, but glad we agree on Los Angeles. All right. Yeah, that sounds good. And to wrap up the Sunday afternoon slate, we have the Los Angeles Rams at Seattle Seahawks. Gino didn't write back. He got paid. Give him that green, baby. This is <laughs> in Seattle, the 13th man. What a tough place to start the season. You've been to that stadium. You felt the 
the uh, electricity. Yeah. Tell, oh, yeah. Tell, tell the tell the fans. Is it does it make yeah. a difference? Oh yeah, it, it definitely does. It's loud in there. I mean, the stand shake. They hand out earbuds when you walk in. It's it's wow. legit. It, it's really loud. Well. Rams, I hope that you are ready to get some earbuds on the sideline because it sounds like it's going to be loud. Seahawks have some really lofty expectations. I think some Seattle fans would say they hope to win the division. I think they're going to be a wild card team. But all that to say, uh, the Rams, as we said last week, they got their Super Bowl. Staff, he got his Super Bowl. Matt got to see her boy with the ring, holding up the Lombardi Trophy. Cup, as she said at the start, hitting the IR. Uh, Aaron Donald seems like he's just kind of been a little bit more pedestrian since getting that ring. And other than Higby, who's kind of an older tight end, the Rams don't have a lot of, lot of I keep saying firepower. That's the, the word of the day. They don't have like a lot it. of firepower. Yeah, so do I. Firepower. Fire. Fireball. Explicit. I do think the Seahawks have a lot of firepower. DK, they got Smith and Jigba from Ohio State, who is playing. It was confirmed today. He is healthy. Uh, they got Kenneth Walker, go green. So I think between it being in Seattle, between Gino just getting paid, he has a year under his belt. I have them winning, and I have them at 13. So pretty uh, pretty confident in this one. All right. I'm honestly not far off. I have them also in double digits high up there. As you said, I mean, last year, it seemed like it was potentially going to be a lightning in the bottle type of a thing with Gino. Uh, they've really built around him and built confidence, I think, in having him as their starter and Rams, unfortunately, have taken a bit of a dive. Obviously, a big hit with a lot of those injuries, as you mentioned. So, completely agree. And I also have Seahawks, and I have them just shy of 13 at 12. Oh, my gosh. We are so close. We are just one off on all these. So stinking close. All right. Finally, moving into Sunday night. I know we're really over time, but we just have to do it. The second advertisement of the day. It's time for a word from our sponsors. Oh, my God. Today's week one episode podcast is brought to you by North Bay Produce Blueberries. Blueberries, they're so good antioxidants put them in smoothies put them in chips put them in yogurt whatever you want just pop them in blueberries yep yep (laughs) how do you put blueberries in chips please explain that you you don't think right when i said you don't you don't think right when i said that my heart sunk (laughs) now you're gonna make me explain that i saw it on your face your face just absolutely fell to the floor (laughs) you know what I need to I need to tell the wave riders that this is not easy. I'd like to see anyone who's judging it's me not, right now. It's not any easy. Of, any of our listeners. And why did I why did I have to trump yours in terms of just yours was good, but mine was just like made no sense. So now yours is just like gold. <laughs> I was I was making fun of yours because it didn't rhyme at the end. Uh. <laughs> for, for anyone for any of the wave riders okay. judging me right now i'd like you to randomly try to think of an ad and, and send it to us yeah i'd be very very excited send us to a hear. snippet come on now because that's not easy and uh blueberries yeah north bay produce thanks so much for for uh making your blueberries compatible with any food hey i liked it, it the chips threw me off a little bit but other than that it was it was great 
Thank you. And now I just have so much more respect for for the ones you do, Mac. You're always you're always just spot on. I'd say you are the. Uh, no, I just change words to make them sound like they rhyme. <laughs> I'd say you're the ad queen, and I have no. some work to do to catch up. No, because mine all sound the same. I've got to at least try and switch up my tune. It's hard I tried to do, today, though. I, like you said, it's hard, and you just go back to the same one over and over again. Over and over again. I got to go back to the sixties. Are you? Oh my gosh, are you eating that? <laughs> Speaking of blueberries, Mac is eating her, uh, she's eating her, her, uh, cord over there. I'm a little worried. <laughs> she is already thinking it. about tomorrow. Jeez. Okay. Sunday night, Cowboys, Dallas Cowboys at New York Giants. First and foremost, Eli, love you, man. Amo, love you, sis. Ivy, love you, baby girl. But unfortunately, Oh, we got to go with the Cowboys this weekend. The defense for the Cowboys is what did it in for me and turned me on to the Cowboys. I'm not even a big Cowboys fan. I, I, I really don't even care for the Cowboys that much. But Blood is not thicker than water, folks. Blood is not thicker than water, apparently. Um, but ultimately, the reality of the situation is the Cowboys have a solid defense. They have an efficient enough offense in Dak, in CD, in Tony Pollard. I think they're going to do just fine. Do I think they're bound for the Super Bowl? No, sorry, Dallas fans. But I think that they're going to do okay. Giants, on the other hand, yes, they added some pieces, certainly. They won a playoff game last year. Let's not forget that. But I just don't know that they have like the long streaks in them to really stack up against some of these teams. This is an interdivisional one. Those go any which way. I don't care if you're the Chiefs and the Broncos. Those really could go any which way because they're interdivisional. There's a lot riding on them um, and things happen. Crazier things have happened. But if we look at, uh, you know, if we put our pen to paper, if we look at the rosters here, we're going with the Cowboys and I have them at 10. I'm so sorry. (gasps) Oh my God, Eli, earmuffs. I also love that you said sorry to Ivy as if she's sitting there in her. Oh, uh, she is. I, I got her Giants. I got her Giants gear. I guarantee she could be wearing it on Sunday if she fits. Oh my I gosh. Well, in, th- in that case, I apologize because she probably, if she's wearing her little onesie, her little Giants onesie, she definitely does care. Okay. If and she's she... wearing her Giants onesie, then you know what? No, Maybe no. we switch Giants. She's so damn cute. I got to do she's it. She's really, she is so damn cute, explicit. Unfortunately, this game is a little bit more lopsided. I don't think that even cute baby Ivy in her onesie can change the outcome, but that would be pretty stinking cute, her wearing that. Also, unfortunately, I think Amo is going to be offsetting that because she has to wear Cowboys gear because she lost in fantasy last year. The loser had to wear, has to wear gear from their least favorite team, and they have to wear it every single Sunday. So, oh. I, I cannot mean, imagine. Where's the where's the uh, allegiance here? I that's that's a rough one. That's a rough one for week one. Just gotta say. Can you imagine Baby Ivy being so brand new in this world, and then looking up and seeing Dad and Giants and Mom and Cowboys? She's gonna be so confused. She's gonna be so confused. What's she gonna do? Oh my gosh! House divided. The good, the good thing about this is I'm not confused about who's gonna win this game. Good transition, Bob. Wow. Wow. Good, good one. Thank you, thank you. I also agree, unfortunately, for Eli Amo and Baby Ivy that the Cowboys are going to win this game. But I'm not as confident as, as Mac. Um, you are having fun with that court over there. Holy smokes. She because is we've been just going living. for an hour and 31 minutes. <laughs> well, 51 minutes. We said we were going to be under an hour. So I agree. 
with Mac. I think the Cowboys are going to win this game. I have them at seven. Um, I think the, the Jazz are going to put up a little bit more of a fight, but I agree that they're going to win. Okay. Sounds like plan, Stan. And finally, the last game of week one. We have Monday night, 8.15 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The Buffalo Bills at New York Jets. And I got to say, this is also probably one of the more exciting ones on the docket for this week. I think this is one that's going to really tell us a lot. You know, I know we were talking about how week one can be a liar. Week one can tell us things. Week one can be a flash in the pan for some teams. I think this is going to tell us a lot when we get these two teams out on the field actually for a full game. The Jets, obviously we talked about them revamped their entire um, structure all around Aaron Rodgers. The Bills, a solid, structurally sound team that has stuck together. We'll see what happens uh, Monday night. I'm I'm excited for this one. And this is your analysis, so I apologize. I was going to say, thank you so much for uh, plating that up for me. Now I'm really ready to just dive right into it. (laughs) I'm so sorry. No, that was great. I was thinking, wow, she's really, uh, she's she's just going right at it here eating the cord and just going right at it. And thank you. You plated it up for me. You dress it nice. Thanksgiving dinner table. I can just eat now and I don't need to, you know, lead into it. But I do need to say that one of these two teams is the team that I have winning the AFC. And it, it what are you smirking at? Cause you already told everybody and they are the team knew that it. I have winning the Super Bowl. Oh, can you not do that? You're scaring me. I knew me. it. I and knew the, it. Te- the team that I, I can't concentrate right now because of what my co-host is doing on the other side. So I need to look at my paper. And what I have here is this team has been on the precipice for a couple of years. They've got maybe the best quarterback in the league, maybe the best receiver in the league. And I think this is going to be the year they got a guy who, who uh, is such an inspiration in Hamlin, DeMar. He's his last name. Is it Hamlin? DeMar yeah, Hamlin? DeMar Hamlin. Yeah. Hamlin, he made the 53-man roster again, and I think the Bills finally going to get over the edge and win the AFC and win the Super Bowl over the 49ers. So that is my prediction there. And in terms of this game, I this this gal is unbelievable. She was just wrapping the cord around the, the bill of her hat. She is ready for this episode to be completed and for the Lions to get on the field tomorrow night. But, yes, all that to say, I got the Bills beating the Jets. Aaron Rodgers, welcome to New York, biatch. He's gonna lose. <laughs> he's gonna lose. <laughs> he's gonna lose this game, and he's gonna lose it bad. He's gonna get the Boo Birds. Bills, I got them winning. I got them at six. Okay. Welcome to New York, biatch. <laughs> he's gonna love that one. Oh my gosh, that's too good. I also have the Bills. I have them a little bit lower, uh, but I have them at four. Okay. Bills at foe. Yes. So, whoo-wee, that's a doozy of a week. Obviously, it took us quite some time to get through all of that just because there's so many good storylines to talk about. And the reality is we're talking about all this, but nobody knows what's actually going to happen week one. That's what makes it so exciting. I think we'll really start to get an idea of who these teams are come week two and week three. Week one, anything can happen. So let's just hope what happens is exactly what we decide to pick. Exactly. And yeah, thank you so much, y'all, for, for hanging with us. I know this is two straight weeks of over an hour and a half. We promise, promise, cross our heart, hope to die. 
This is week one. Last week was a prediction episode. We're excited. We'll get back into a rhythm. We'll keep it around an hour, maybe less, but we'll we'll get into our rhythm. So just hang with us. We promise. Um, but yes, stay tuned. We'll let you know how we did week one. Hopefully, we're talking about Buco Bucks next week. Hopefully, at least one of our teams is one and zero heading into week two. So we got a lot of exciting stuff, folks. And uh, we can't have wait to have you along for the ride. Yeah, NFL is back tomorrow, baby. Let's go. We'll see y'all next week. Peace. Peace. Go, Bear.